right, y'all. So in case you didn't know it, <laughs> in case you don't already have your blog going and rocking and kicking butt, 2024 needs to be the year that you start blogging and using stellar SEO tactics and great helpful content to grow your digital presence online because hi, people are searching for things online. And if you're not incorporating blogging as a massive part of your digital marketing strategy to get more clients, then you're missing out. But don't worry, blogging doesn't have to take forever. Doesn't have to be super intimidating. And honestly, it doesn't have to be all AI generated. Ask me how I know. But here are seven SEO hacks that I wish I had known when I started blogging because I want y'all to do better faster (laughs) than I did. So we're just gonna jump right in, bust out that pen and paper, or prepare to take notes on your phone if you are a digital pal. All right, y'all. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So in case y'all didn't know, (laughs) I've been blogging for a minute now. Um, What started out as just a passion project wanting to blog about um, the things that I was passionate about has evolved into a full-fledged business. I love it. Um, I'm a writer by nature, but I'm also a talker by nature. So (laughs) just bless all the people in my life. They get to read all my things and hear me talk all the time. (laughs) But I made a bunch of mistakes when I first started blogging. And part of my heart, really my heart behind a lot of this podcast is I want to take what I have learned give it to y'all and help make your journey in business easier, specifically surrounding your SEO and blogging and digital marketing in general. So that's what today's podcast is all about. All right. So number one, <laughs> oh, bless me. Number one is nobody cares about your cute title. Be clear. Like this is totally hundred percent for me because I love wordsmithing. I love making things sound cool. I love making them sound poetic or fun or funny. Like if it's funny or cheesy, I'm going to laugh probably out loud, maybe at an inappropriate time. (laughs) However, for SEO, cute, no worky. (laughs) You have to be clear. If you can figure out a magical way to have a funny title that is still SEO friendly, please tell me because I love funny, but, 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 but 
for SEO, your title just clear wins over cutesy and funny every day of the week that ends in Y. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Number two. Now, if I could go back, I would really honestly sit down and tell myself this because I made, I, I can see myself like screwing this up. I remember the moments multiple times when I made this mistake. Number two, searches <laughs> matter more than search results when doing research for keywords and titles. Bless me, bless me, bless me. I remember writing down taking notes in my planner on different title options for my blogs. And I was literally writing down how many search results came up, not how many searches, how many times people were searching for that thing. And so I was choosing titles for blogs that maybe there might've been like, I'm just throwing up a number, but like a thousand searches per month. But then there was like 50,000 search results and I would pick the thing or pick the idea and model my title after the idea with the 50,000 search results, not realizing that that was search results, not searches. I had them confused back in my baby blogger days. And so what I was essentially doing by that is I was throwing my hat in the Atlantic Ocean where I was never going to be found (laughs) because I'm competing with 50,000 results for something that wasn't searched that many times. Does that make sense? So when you're doing your keyword research, I have a ton of podcasts, a ton of really great tips on keyword research for you. But please know when you're looking up search, when you're trying to come up with a title, the searches, searches matter way more than search results. Okay, and the number three thing I wish I had known (laughs) is, still hurts my heart a little bit if I'm if I'm being honest still hurts my heart but you can't be all the things to all the people because Google is not going to see you as an expert in hunting healthy eating exercising with kids business essential oils SEO marketing website copy like there's no way for me to be seen as an expert by Google in all of those different things am I passionate about them yes can I talk knowledgeably about most of those things? Yes. Can I help you with those things? Probably yes. But Google is not going to see me as an expert in that many things because there's so many great websites out there that are much more niche specific that have way more expert authority, authentic, all of the things, good topic on each of those things, right? There's a plethora of great websites on exercising with kids or healthy eating. And so for me to try to honestly try to quote compete with those, all of those different websites, all of those different content creators in that vast array of things, like it was, it was impossible, absolutely impossible. And so for me, the big shift came when my husband, my husband was like, Faith, like, I know you, we were, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but we were talking about my business and my blog and growing and all these things. He's like, do you really think people are going to come to you for advice on, I think it was like exercising with kids or like nutrition for kids or something like that, that I was like, Ooh, I could write about this too. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I can help him with that. And he's like, yeah, but that's, you go to somebody that specifically for kids on that. You don't go to somebody that teaches about business and 
nutrition for kids. Like he's like, you go to somebody that's teaching about nutrition for kids. And I was like, Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So it might hurt your heart a little bit, especially if you're multi-passionate, especially if you love helping people in as many ways as you can. But for the sake of growing your business and great SEO, you really cannot be all the things to all the people. Now there are small exceptions to that. I can think of people like Jenna Kutcher, right? Like she's had a great digital presence for a long time, right? She can speak and get traction on health and business and photography and Instagram hacks, like, but for the majority of marketers and small business owners and digital marketing projects, you cannot be an expert on that many things. So you don't have to niche down super, super, super tiny, but you cannot be all the things to all the people. Google ain't gonna help you out. All right, I'll get off that. Okay, number four is this. Use a keyword research tool that makes sense for your brain. Y'all know I love me some Uber Suggest. I think it's a great investment, like $290 lifetime license. It'll help your biz, it'll help your SEO. Great product. But if it does not make sense for your business, for your brain, then find something that does. When I first started learning about keyword research, I tried several tools and I would like fight with one, just getting frustrated that I couldn't make sense of it. It it didn't work for where my brain was. It didn't work for my knowledge level. And I would get so frustrated. And finally I was like, Faith, there's gotta be something out there that will work for your brain. And I found one that works for my brain. Now, now that I know more about SEO and now that I know more about keyword research than I did then, yes, I can use multiple tools and I do. But especially when you're starting out, find something that works for your brain and your business. Well, hey there, pals. Are you looking to get more traffic to and more leads from your website in the coming year using the power of SEO? Are you tired of the hustle, the grind, and constantly changing algorithm of the social media game? Are you ready for sustainable marketing without 80 hours of work each week? Then go check out my signature course, The Organic Marketing Framework, where I break down exactly what our team has done with clients and students to help them get more traffic, more sales, and to know how to harness the power of SEO without losing their minds. Head on over to faithhannon.com slash framework and learn how to get more leads from your website in just four weeks. Okay, number five goes hand in hand with number one, but put that keyword in your title. Like that keyword, that long tail keyword that you are trying to get found for with this blog, for the love of all things holy, that booger better be in your title and preferably towards the front, all right? Now I'm actually considering doing a titling series, a series on titling things, titling series. I don't know how, how I'm gonna title it yet. <laughs> but whatever keyword you are trying to get found for, put it in your title. This, 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 this is, there are no if, ands, or buts about this. Your, your keyword that you're trying to get found for has to be in your title. End of discussion. Please and thank you. Let's move on. Okay. Number six. Also use that keyword in your H2 and H3 text on, in your blog. Not in all of it, but like 60, 75%. Use it authentically, please. But the H2 and H3 text cannot just be used 
to visually break up the blog. They should because, hi, we skim blogs. We don't read them word for word for the most part. But if you're not using your keyword strategically and authentically throughout the text of your blog, then you're just not going to get found unless it's a teeny tiny keyword. Okay. Okay. And number seven, ready? Pay the dollar dollars to learn. <laughs> now I did, I did pay and participate in several programs, lots of, lots of learning, right? But I wish I would have paid for more specific things than I did sooner than I did because there's just, there's so much awesome knowledge out there and so many amazing entrepreneurs and educators who are willing to take their knowledge and offer it to you for a price, which you should be willing to pay for if you're serious about your business, that is, it's just going to shortcut your track to success. And yes, I, like I said, I did pay for some things, but I, I honestly wish that I would have bought different programs or more programs sooner than I did, because I think it really, really would have short given me a shortcut to success and helped me to just wrap my head around topics that I was like, what? Like kind of not understanding at the level that I am now. So there you go. Seven SEO hacks. I wish I had known when I started blogging. Number one, nobody cares about your cute title faith. Be clear. Number two, searches matter more than search results. Number three, don't try to be all the things to all the people. Number four, use a keyword research tool that makes sense for your brain. Number four, put your keyword in your title. Number five, sorry, that was five. This is six. Use a keyword in your H2 and H3. And seven, pay the dollar dollars to learn because you're going to go further faster. If you are somebody and you're like, I am so ready to blog for my business, to take my business and really grow my online presence and truly use my website to generate leads and ultimately income and understand SEO, then go grab your copy of the organic marketing framework. I lay out my exact keyword research, SEO and blogging strategy. It's the same strategy that I've used for my business, for clients, businesses, my signature program. And y'all, I've had clients that we've done these things for, and we have increased their website traffic by over 2000% and some higher it's, it works. It really, really works. So I want to give that to y'all in the format of the organic marketing framework, my signature course links are in the description. We'll be back with you next week. And I just love you all. And thank you so much for being so sweet and so kind and still listening to this podcast while I have been cuddling a newborn babe. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes and all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.